0: All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Time to welcome in BYU football coach Kalani Sataki. Kalani, good morning. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Good. So I'm curious here right off the bat, before we look forward, I want to look back a little bit because if these three games had gone different, then the tone of this conversation and every conversation in the whole offseason would be different. You had the three games on the road this year where you had the lead late, and you could have won it. But you didn't win any of them, and that's the difference between seven and six and ten and three, which is an enormous difference. Have you gone back and watched film of those games? Thought about those games? Talked to the staff about those games? What do you have to fix to win those games? Because they change everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the uh, the natural thing is that after a season to evaluate the entire um, the entire year of 2019 and. And my job is to try to figure out a way that we, we can have a lot of consistency as a team, and uh, we lack that, and that's my number one responsibility this off season. And you know, going into this off season is going to be different. I, I don't, I don't believe in just um, staying status quo and 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 uh, and and hoping for for better things to happen. I believe you got to get to work and. Um, you know, this offseason we're doing things different than we did uh, the the previous four, you know, so I think um, just looking forward to our guys playing. I think it helps out having um, some return uh, experience, uh, returning players and having guys that are uh, I think it helped having the two guys come back and, and not enter the league. But more than anything, it's, it's a finding a way to develop our leadership and, and getting our team to uh, execute at a higher level. And that's that's uh, been goal number one is for us to find ways to have more success in 2020.
0: So it's such an unusual year, as you know more than anybody. And you got three quarterbacks there who at times played well. And then, how do you approach that going into the start of spring train or spring ball, as far as who the starter is, and is it an open competition?
1: Well, every position you have to battle for, and 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 I think now that we're um, in the off season, the spring ball is when you usually see guys step up and start to evolve into uh, and and possibly meet meet their potential, um, you know, in every position. So. Of course, quarterbacks not going to be any different. Obviously, guys that have some experience and have been through it a little bit have, have uh, uh, probably have the upper hand. But I believe in playing the best guys. I I don't know any other way to do it. You know, so if, if there's a that if there's a guy that deserves a play, and no matter the position, and I think quarterback is is the import, most important position on the team. And so uh, as we look at it you know we have returning old linemen. i mean i think pretty much the whole 2 deep re- returns and and uh, we have some uh, really good uh targets for a quarterback to throw to and i think there's not really any excuse for for the best guy to show and uh whenever we feel the most comfortable and whenever that guy gets the uh gets the job is is, is that's what's going to happen and, and i believe in all in all these three of these guys and you know, we're going to always add more quarterbacks. I believe in recruiting quarterbacks, and and, and uh, we should never ever be without one.
0: So there's uh, and you've as a head coach, assistant coach, and and back to your days as a player, you've probably seen it handled multiple ways. A competition can be open; it can be really wide open. You could give each of the guys one third of the snaps in spring ball, or you know, you've invested a lot in Zach. He's got 16 starts. You give him half of them, and the other guy's a quarter of them. How do you handle that? So these guys each feel like they had a real shot to win the
1: job. Well, I think that there's just plenty of snaps to go around. There's plenty of reps for guys to compete with, and and, um, and, and a quarterback is the same thing. It does. You don't have to. I don't think it's anything that you have to map out. Um, you know, the entire time and say, okay, by this date, uh, we need to have have it figured out. I think as you start to let it just organically happen, let the competition occur and. And uh, you see their their leadership on and off the field and, and you start to see the camaraderie and the connection the chemistry work as a team and you know we're, 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 Where we want to get to is where we feel like all those guys could be, could be able to start at any time and uh, and at that moment you just need to play the best one so I think you can um, you can organize it and you can have it all happen, but I think uh, there's enough reps to go around. The guys will compete, and um, you know we see how they develop as a uh, as a leader, and then see the the, the meet, meet their human potential. And I think once we get there, uh, we're in a, we'll be in a better spot. But I, the goal is to get more than just one starter. And, obviously we we felt good about the guys going into the season and you know we had to uh, dip into our depth chart a little bit and um had some success doing that but uh for, for as a team as a whole we we need to find more consistency and find ways to um you know perform at a higher level and that comes down to execution and discipline and and a lot of different things it's not like one main factor uh, is the biggest deal. There's there's a piece of uh, of uh, improvement that needs to happen in so many different levels, and and we're approaching that right now. And I feel really good about where the team's at right now with our off season conditioning program.
0: Do you anticipate all three of them being healthy and able to participate in spring? Because obviously Wilson couldn't do a thing last year with his injury.
1: Yeah, yeah, I believe all, all three of them will be playing, and and obviously Jaron will be playing some baseball as well. But you know that never really got into the. Um, got became a problem for us last year and so uh you know as long as we get when we get the spring ball he'll be hundred percent participant in spring ball and we have some guys that are going to become um, you know performing for the track and field team so uh we'll, 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 we've been able to handle that and, and balance that out so i think it's going to be really fun and looking forward to seeing these guys compete on the field it's going to be i think uh spring football is going to have a, a huge it's it's important every year but i think the uh, seeing the momentum that was created a little bit from the off-season and, and the health of our, of our team. I mean, even Bader was a little banged up um, during the bowl prep. And so seeing our guys uh, get to 100% and being able to battle it out, that's the best way to do it.
0: You know, on your receiving core here, your top six guys, you had a tight end and a running back, and they're both back. You had four receivers, but three of them were seniors with uh, Simon Chumway and Hefo all done now. You got Gunnar Romney. Do you feel like, number one, he's ready to make a major step forward and be the guy as the lead receiver? And who else can join him? Who else do you have your eyes on?
1: Well, I think Matt Bushman's a good, uh, having him there is, is going to be really good for our team. I, I think the tight end position is really important. You look at, um, you know, the emergence of, of uh, Isaac Rex and others in that position group. We, Bentley Hanshaw returned from his mission. So I think we're really set at tight end. The receiver spot, we really need Gunner to, to take over. and. And we've talked about it with with him, and you know it's. We, you're right. We've had three seniors that that are, have have uh, had, meant, had a huge impact on the team leadership as well. So uh, Gunner is in the position now to to really uh, take over a lot of reps and a lot of catches and have opportunity to make big plays. And we we brought him here to because he has big playability, You know where you can throw him a hitch and he can turn it into a big play, big touchdown, and. If you watch all the bowl games, especially the championship games, you can see how, how uh, much of a difference uh, a, a receiver can, can um, change the, the whole dynamic of a game by being able to just take a, whether it's a fly sweep or a hitch or, or a, a tunnel screen and turn it into a big play and turn it into a big touchdown play. And that's-, that's Gunnar Romney. That's why, that's why he's here. So uh, we've got to do our best to get him in a position to make the big plays and guys like him and Dax Mill and then seeing others come along like Keanu Hill uh, position group, we feel like there's a lot of good talent there, and, and uh, Gunner, Gunner's going to have to be the lead of them.
0: As far as your coaching staff, do you anticipate all of them returning, and then also any st- any assignment changes within the coaching staff?
1: Yeah, you know, we've had um, we've had a lot of uh, I guess there's been a lot of interest in a lot of our guys, and, and we've had guys that have decided this is where they want to be, and that's always going to happen. With with the mid-year of signing date, uh, the jobs and, and everything has kind of um, gone later into to January and even into February with a lot of um, with a lot of the coaching hires. And so, I want our guys to to perform well, and I want them to have opportunities. We have a lot of guys that I believe if you're going to be a coach, you should want to be, you know, at the top of the game, and, and that's someday becoming a, a head coach and having those opportunities. And and uh, sometimes you have to make some decisions to get there. So I want to really help our our coaches find ways to to get opportunities and then take advantage of all their opportunities and and i'm going to be one that's, that's going to be really you know um, pushing for them to try to get their dreams and and um i believe uh for the most part our guys are, are pretty much set and and looking at the, the titles and the responsibilities we we've already made some uh, adjustments in our responsibilities and things that we're going to get done but uh i don't think it's uh really anything to go out there and advertise right now. I think we're gonna, we have some things that, that, are, that are, we've done within the program that's going to help our, our team uh, function well on offense, defense, and special teams.
0: How much of your recruiting is all set, and how much your recruiting still has to be done with a February date?
1: I think for most of the part we're, we, we have we have a few guys that, that that we're still trying to recruit and obviously I can't name those guys but right. you know uh, going into the recruiting day we knew that um, the day, December signing day would allow us to uh, just keep the guys that have been committed for us for a long long time to just get, get the recruiting over with and and uh, you know it's it's weird that that extra time uh, when when the whole recruiting process happens a lot of different things could happen with offers from other schools and guys. Uh, courting your guys basically and I think I think we've done a good job. I like the the character in our players. I like the the potential and and uh, you know we we have guys that can come in and, and uh, that we've signed that can come in and play right away and that's that's important for us you know you're looking at the amount of uh, underclassmen that we've had gain valuable experience throughout the season uh, last year and I think that's going to play pay off a huge dividends of being uh, allowing us to have guys that have game ready um, experience and you know the, the, some of the freshmen sophomores that played this last year is going to be really important when they make this transition going to the 2020 for them to not be um, you know, kind of caught in the the, the, the spotlight of it all, and then now being able to just uh, have some uh, f- you know familiar feelings with traveling, with being on uh, you know in, in the hotel the night before games, and and being able to balance their school and academic, the academics and the and the rigors of the football schedule. So I think it's going to work out really well for us, and. then really looking forward to, to this leadership and everyone taking over and I'm just excited for our fans and, and uh, I love the fact that we have Kyrus and Matt Bushman returning that's going to really help us out going into 2020 and looking forward to the stuff that we've already done so far in January seeing the way these guys have approached the off season, uh, there's a huge sense of urgency from them and from the staff and I, th- I think it should be a, a fun year.
0: Do you anticipate adding grad transfers?
1: That's always the um, I, I guess when you talk about recruiting you're always open for everything right so um, it, it's one of those things with a transfer portal where uh, one day it could change if a kid enters a portal and fits our our, our academics here and then fits also the, the, the student lifestyle. So I think that's always um, it's always a possibility. And then we have to be able to plan ahead and, and keep a, a, a few spots open just in case. So, yeah, that's always going to be in the mix. And that's way different than it's been in years past with the transfer portal, but I think it's good for college football.
0: So, if you don't have a running back come your way like you did in the transfer portal a year ago, where you brought in two guys, are you set at running back with who you've got?
1: Yeah, I feel good about it. I mean, you know, if we can keep keep our guys healthy. I mean, we have, we've we've seen a lot of guys play that running back position, and but I feel like uh, Lopini Cato is in a good spot now, and 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 just had a lot of valuable game time experience. Uh, you know, uh, so I, I think he's gonna being in a really good spot. You saw Tyler Algier who moved from from running back to, to linebacker and back to running back has uh, have a huge impact in games and and uh, his style of run is, is is dynamic and then you know Jackson McChesney's coming back from uh, he's still got his mission legs uh, that he's working out but he's got tons of speed and potential so we feel like there's a lot of guys there we'll get feet now back and get him healthy and and uh, we feel like we we've seen some guys that that are on our team that have uh, that are young and then up and coming and so uh, you know you never plan on using that many running backs in the season but um, I'm glad that we have a a good system and our guys are able to step up and make big plays and that also helps having an O-line that has tons of experience and be able to get out there and, and open up some holes for them.
0: Last thing before you let you go are you going to make any changes to the defense next year?
1: Yeah, I think we have to um, change things up and and and, and uh, find a way to, to create more havoc and and find a way to to make it more of an impact in the game. And and I believe in in our players and uh, want to highlight all their um, all their talents. And and when we get the best eleven on the field, uh, using a scheme and using a, a tactics and strategy that will allow us to um, you know function at a high level and and. and I like defenses that create havoc and, and create turnovers and make a huge impact in the game. Where guys are talking about the players, I think we have a big, uh, you know, big uh, uh, bunch of guys that play with tons of experience at, at so many different positions. And we're going to, you know, bring back Chris Wilcox and, and uh, Zane Anderson will have an impact in the defensive backfield. And, but we feel like we have a lot of good players there that can help us out, and, and uh, we have. A, uh, put him in a position to have have tons of success, and and that means change. Change is never uh, is never easy, but it's always a good thing. Kalani, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, guys. Take care. There's
0: Kalani Sataki, head football coach at BYU.